What's up, everybody? Brimo here with another episode of Shutter and Slates, and I'm excited because I've got my friend Erman Barati here, and he is a blossoming filmmaker and screenwriter from Virginia Beach, Virginia. In 2012, he received a Bachelor of Communication Arts in Cinema and Television at Regent University. His first gig in the entertainment industry was working with No Malice of Grammy-nominated rap duo The Clips. He would then intern at Jimmy Miller's Mosaic Media Group, in 2016, at just 26, he was featured in the Huffington Post as a top networker in Hollywood due to his extensive background in producing film, television, and music panel, and Q&A events, which has taken place in LA, New York, London, Chicago, Miami, Toronto, and Virginia Beach, with more major cities to be announced soon. Herman co-founded the Film Empire that, in addition to events, offers a series of film and screenwriting mentorship initiatives featuring notable names in film and television production, writing, and representation. Herman's passions as a storyteller include bridging entertainment and humanitarian efforts, in addition to being a voice for Asian Americas in cinema. In 2018, Herman launched Herman Tourage for film, television, and music events and initiatives that spotlight and give back to special causes such as mental health and suicide prevention endeavors, cancer prevention, and children's art programs, all the while connecting people. Herman is managed by Imagine Content and strives to write, produce, and direct original content. In 2022, he's launching a podcast, releasing an ebook, working on his directorial and acting debuts. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. That took about five minutes, but you got through it. <laughs> we got through it, yeah, but it's awesome. You're doing so much. And that's why I wanted to bring you on here because people need to know, you know, what you're doing and how you're bringing everyone together. Um, that's how I met you was yeah. through some of your events. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it, it, there's a long story to all this stuff, but uh, I'm excited for this podcast, and thanks again for thinking of me. Absolutely. So let's just get started at the beginning. What interested you in film, and what made you want to go in that direction? So growing up, um, I always had an imagination. I always had an imagination. And sometimes when you watch a movie, even as kids, I don't know if kids nowadays do it, but when you watch movies, you kind of think to yourself, like, oh, I would have I done it this way. Right. Or, you know, you see a scene and you're like, I would have done it this way. And so watching movies as a kid, that would come up in my head a lot, you know, um, as a fan. And through the years, I would find myself scribbling in notebooks, like storylines and even like dialogue and, and, and funny lines for characters. No like story and, and no actual script. They're just like ideas in my head. Right. Mm -hmm. And in middle school, I discovered more of my, more of my creative side. I'll be honest with you. I went to a, a middle school. It, it was a magnet school. So all the smart kids from the districts, the different districts in Virginia Beach came together. I'll be honest with you. In that time period, I found myself less academic and more creative. Like my grades were slipping. I'll be honest with you. And um, but my English teachers were like, yeah, you're, I mean, you're you're pretty good at this not in terms of grammar not in terms of structure but story so when we have writing assignments they look forward to reading my my stories um and that went on from sixth grade seventh grade eighth grade like my entire time at magnet school was a flop academically <laughs> but there was a nurturing of of my creative side that went that that led into high school same thing my English teachers every year were like yo you're good at this do something about it and so I eventually went to film school in college even though I was on track to be in the medical field 
So I went to high school. I went to high school that was that prepared students to um, to head into the the medical and sciences uh, fields. But I was like, nah, I want to be. I want to go to film school. And luckily for me, like there was a film school five minutes away from my house. So with that being said, I never had like the traditional college dorm room life. But I live five minutes away from campus anyway. So you know, I, was, I went home every day to my family. I mean, that's um, best case scenario. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it saves money, right? It saves money. Um, and I'm actually grateful that grateful for that because I didn't utilize my 20s like drinking and like you know partying hard I did do it but not like it wasn't frequent it wasn't like people do in in dorms nowadays you know uh, I mean I had my fun but it wasn't, like, it wasn't to that extent right and anyway so being in my early 20s I had to make a decision like am I going to go the corporate route and try to be creative on the side or do I go full in? Funny enough, the decision was made for me. So this is my this is my junior slash senior year of college, and I'm working at my um, my campus as a tour guide for potential students and as a um, I forgot the exact title. This is ten plus years ago, but we basically I made phone calls to to eighteen year olds trying to for, for lack of a better term recruit them to our, our school. On the same day, get this, on the same day, they let me go from both positions. Oh, wow. So this is 2011. And that time period, I was like, okay, I can get another job and make whatever money is given my way, or I can just go full in on this creative path. So for the last 11 years, I've, just, I've been doing my own thing, you know? Um, 2012, I interned in Hollywood. And then... After that, I came back home to Virginia, trying to figure out how to continue that momentum. So, you know, back home, like, oh my God, Hollywood leadership, yeah, that's very cool. But like, that only lasts for so long. Mm -hmm. So it was like, what's my next step? I sent my resume out to countless companies and got nothing. So I was like, okay, I should just hire myself. If no one's gonna hire me, I'll hire myself, right? And so I started, uh hosting and producing events remotely so i would like in new york and in la and uh, a few other cities i would organize these events then fly out to them to host them and then come back home and that that was that was a span of like four years almost mind you once again i told you i told you this before the podcast making pennies i'm not making nothing i'm just like doing these these events and just just get, trying to get my name out there, trying to connect to people, trying to connect to fellow creatives like you and I, but also like executives in the industry. And so 2016 happened, the, uh, you know, my, my friend who is a publicist, he's like, hey, listen, do this interview with my, my roommate who writes her Huffington Post. And he says, you can talk about anything. It can be about anything. Just let us know what you want to talk about. Mind you, uh, at the time, I didn't have any projects going on. So I was like, okay, let me just talk about networking. And then the article comes out, top networker in Hollywood, Huffington Post. I was like, oh, this, this is dope. This is dope. I, let, me, let me use this. Let me use this. Let me take advantage of the situation. So that led me to like other opportunities, bigger names in the entertainment industry and, uh, you know, and, and interviews with other platforms. That's been going on for the last five years. And then now, you know, I'm, try, I'm doing my best to, uh, especially 2022, um, I'm doing what I can 
creatively and, and constructively in terms of like, let's create content. Like actually let's create content. I have all these networks and I know all these people. Let's actually put something together because I have people to show it to, you know? Um, so when people ask me, oh, how, do I, how did you break into the industry? Technically, technically, I consider myself on the fringe. Like well, I'm right there. Like it's not quite there yet, but it's, it's on the brink, right? And so I like to tell people that I'm breaking from the inside out rather from rather than from the outside in. I'm already in the gates of these. I'm already past the gates. It's just I got to create now. So that's what I'm spending this year doing. Um, you know, like I said, like you said in the bio, you know, I'm uh, I'm working an ebook too. I write poetry, so I'm trying to put my writing out there. Um, I'm trying. I'm having my directorial debut coming up uh, later this year on a short film, and then you know, I'm I'm trying to learn from that so I can. Uh, work on features. I got my writing going on. I have a. I'm working on a short film next month that I write. I wrote and and executive producer for. But also, they're like, you should just be the third character because it's a short. It's a it's a short film, but three characters. And they're like, you just be one of the characters, man. And so I took up the third character. Um, so I'm working on all these different things just to get my creative rules rolling and uh, really put my imprints on the entertainment industry. That's awesome. And what a journey. I mean, going from college and not knowing what your next steps would be to going to Hollywood and then becoming yeah. this, this name that gets out there with yeah. your networking and stuff. You know, people, yeah. when they think of the film industry, they think of directors, they think of producers, they think of actors and things like that. They don't think of the people that connect the dots and put exactly. together. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You did something amazing, in my opinion. I've never heard of anybody going out and doing something like that. Oh, for sure. And it's crazy because people ask me all the time, like, so what's your position in the entertainment industry? And I'm like, well, I want to be this, I want to be that, but I'm a right now I'm a connector. <laughs> I'm a connector. Um, it's not like a thing you can put on MDB Pro. Oh, connector, or my brother, like, um, <laughs> but it's something to do while chasing that 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 actual dream of of making movies and making TV shows and all that stuff. No, and it's definitely needed. And I feel like by putting that energy out there and helping people and connecting people, you're also yeah. bringing that back to yourself so that you can help yourself in the future. When oh, you, for sure. Yeah, bring out all these creative ideas and, and things that you're doing. So mm. I think that's amazing. Yeah, for sure, 100%. Like, uh, it does help me a lot too because um, while other people are getting connected to agents and managers and producers and a lot of people have been like, oh my God, like, without you i would have met this person and now my movie's made thank you so much i'm like oh that's so cool but then at the end of the day it helps me too because i am also gaining um uh, contacts through my own platform so it's not like i'm meeting these people for it can i cuss on here yeah okay <laughs> it's not like i'm meeting people for shits and giggles like there's a reason yeah. at the end of the day why i connect I'm, I'm introducing myself to certain people you know, I'm going to pull that card one day. Hey, remember that time you, you, you spoke at my event? So uh, I have this, uh, this film I want you to check out. If you don't mind, check it out, you know. Uh, so there's a means to an end to all this. Absolutely. You have to have a plan and you have to, you know, do things for yourself as well. You can't yeah. help people and never feed yourself. I mean, come on. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you got to feed yourself. You got to feed yourself. Absolutely. No, I think that's really cool. And I'm sure everybody's wondering, you know, like when you first started networking and things, how did you get a hold of executives? How did you get a hold of people to come to these events? Like, what was that like? So if I can go back to like 2013, 2014. Uh, so this is after my internship's done. 
I had to figure out a way, like I said, to stay connected to people. So I was looking up, um, like I was on Twitter, I was looking up writing gigs. And I was like, I don't care if it's free, just let me get a writing gig with some magazine so I can get in contact with, with the reps, right? So there's a digital magazine I found, Pro Bono, started writing for them. I was starting to, to do interviews for... It, it, so basically, it started off. It started off as like a music only magazine, like indie indie musicians. But I was like, you know what? If I'm gonna write for you, can I help you branch out? And you know, I want to interview like actors. I want to interview like directors and producers. And they're like, yeah, go for it. So they kind of gave me free reign to go after whoever whoever I wanted to. So I would utilize that magazine to find um, agents, producers. Um, managers, a lot of publicists, of course, because they have clients, right? I was on IMDb Pro hitting up all these people. Oh, can I interview so-and-so? Can I interview them? So they're like, yeah, sure, let's do it. So because of writing for that magazine, um, my contact started snowballing to where I finally pulled the trigger and said, okay, let me start doing events with these contacts that I made writing for them and writing for these people and their clients. So that was a good, um, maybe... I would say two years of doing that before finally producing my first industry events. Uh, and my first industry event had a lot of people, like I said, that I knew through the, through writing for that magazine. That's amazing. And so like, just resourceful. Like, I don't know what to do. I'm going to hire myself. I'm going to go work for this magazine and I'm going to get in touch with all of these people that have connections. Like that's, yeah. that's so amazing. And like I said, I was pro bono. So I knew that I would like not be eaten, <laughs> but I saw the finish line. I was like, okay, let me like two or three years. Let me just do this so that I can have the context I need to do something else. And that something else came along. Absolutely. You had a vision. You knew exactly. This is the path that I'm taking. This is going to help me get to where I want to be. And you just did it. You know, you didn't complain about it or just say, oh, this is too hard. I'm never going to accomplish my dreams. And you ended up creating something amazing. So good for you. Yeah. Yep. It was a long time though, because even along the way, along the way, there was other organizations that hit me up. They would hire me for things, things here and there, especially when it came to finding those connections. Right. And don't be wrong, I like working for people. I love adding value to other people. But something in me was like, yeah, I, I, I can't be always doing this for other people. I got to do it for myself. You know, I got to make my own brand. Otherwise, like, I'm just some guy uh, on the, under the umbrella of somebody else. Yeah. Hmm. Absolutely. You got to do your own thing and you have to do things for yourself again, like we said before. And I'm excited to see, you know, what you're doing. What's your short film about that you're shooting this year? Yeah, so crazy story. I um, met a horror director here in LA and at one of my events. And uh, we connected. And I kid you not, the reason I wanted to work with her, her name is Jill. The reason I wanted to work with Jill is because of the, the, the entire five or six years I've been in LA. Many, many times people have said, hey, let's collaborate. And then somehow it falls through. With Jill, she a week after we met at my event, she's like, you better send me something. <laughs> so I took a few days to write something and she was like, okay, let's do it. I was like, what? You're the first person in LA to ever just be like, let's do it. Like actually, let's actually do it in my experience. Um, so anyway, the film, I love horror. 
And uh, even though it's not my first thing to write, I love watching horror. So I wanted to do something that reflected what I watch. And with this movie, I took a simple, super simple story of a brother and sister who try to connect with their dead parents through a Ouija board. And of course, that never goes right. <laughs> and so it's, it's one house. The entire time is one house, two characters, and actually a third character comes in, which is me. <laughs> and so I wanted to take a super simple concept, but spruce it up with like, with actual um, smart scares, things that it, it, hopefully it turns out the way I intend, but it, it, the way I wrote it, I want to get under your skin, not just random jump scares here and there to, to get a reaction out of you. I want something that sticks to the bone, you know? So uh, I want to set it in a house because you know, if you're not safe in your own house, where are you safe, right? Yeah. So I set it in one location and I look forward to, to seeing how it turns out. That sounds so much fun. I already like the idea a lot. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Absolutely. How long do you think it'll be? Like a 10 minute short, 20 minutes short? Yeah, about 10, about 10 minutes. And we, spoiler alert, uh, well, not really spoiler alert, I can say this, but uh, we left it open-ended so that it can lead to something bigger. Like I always envisioned it as like a proof of concept kind of film. So we left it open-ended. Um, so not like, you know, the characters are safe. I can say that, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. It's going to lead to something else, hopefully. Absolutely. Yeah. I was going to say, if you didn't say that already, you could definitely use it as a proof of concept to make a feature, you know, and take yeah. that and write a feature script from it, um, which is awesome. And I think that's such a great idea. And I'm excited for you and what Thank you're you. doing. You're welcome. Absolutely. Yeah. It's about time you start living your dream too. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's, it's funny because someone else is like, let's do it. You know, here I am meeting people the last five years and I'm like, okay, not to stroke my own ego, right? But of all the people I know in LA, you know, with the people, with the industry people I know, it's like, I'm the closest to the finish line than most of you guys. For me to send the elevator down, you gotta, you gotta push me up. You know, so let me hit the finish line first and then I'll come back for you guys. But I have a lot of these other people along the way are like, hey, Armand, even though they just met me, they'd be like, hey, Armand, can you introduce him to so-and-so? I'm like, hey, I'm still trying to get mine first. Yeah. You know, let me get mine first, then I can help you guys. Absolutely. I see that. I see that as well. And what I'm trying to do with my film group and with this podcast and things like that, I'm, I'm on the same journey. I'm trying to get my stuff noticed. Um, I was lucky enough to win first runner up at the AFM pitch conference in 2020. Nice. Okay. If only that one person didn't show up, you'd be first place. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, damn, I was so close. I was so close. But see, awesome. here's the thing. Here's, here's why the hustle is real in the entertainment industry. You came at, you came runner up to want something very prestigious, but you're still on the grind to get it made. Like mm -hmm. you're still trying to get it done. You know, people don't understand that. It's like, it's like when, when people get a manager agent, they think, okay, I'm set. Like, I'm good to go. It's like, no, that's still, that's just the beginning of the journey. Yeah. You still got your own work to do. Your agent and manager are not going to do all the work for you. You still got to, you still got to work on your own brand. Mm -hmm. You got to pitch. You got to get in those meetings and make something happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, I feel that a lot. And that's why I appreciate what you're doing. And I really wish you all the success um, with everything that you're doing, because I think that's so awesome. Thank you so much. So, uh, here's to us helping other people along their journey as well as we also get our own success. Exactly. Exactly.
Yep. And no, mind you, if people beat me to the finish line, I'm happy for you. Like, if I know you do, I'm going to root for you. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. If people, if people make it faster than I do through my own platform, that's fantastic. I'm not going to complain. That's great. I, I'm rooting for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And what advice would you give people, you know, just starting out, maybe they've got a script or maybe they've shot like one thing and they're, they're trying to get their foot in the door. You know, what actionable steps do you think they could take? Actionable. Yeah, for sure. Um, because we are in an industry in which there are a million, a million other people mm-hmm. find something that sticks out of value. So that's why I started doing events in the first place. Cause for me, being a screenwriter from across the country, like how am I get, how am I gonna get on the radar of these executives, right? So my way in was through events, not just hey, I'm em- I'm emailing you as a writer because I'm sure they get that a lot, right? Every single day, I'm sure they get emails, email box flooded of, of people trying to get their attention because hey, I'm a writer, I got the script for you. Mine was through events, so it was a, a different strategy of marketing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how I found my, that's how I stood out. Like, and then even smaller stuff, right? Like ugh, my hair is marketing helps me stand out. Like I didn't do this just because I did it. So people see me, like if I walk into a room, it's like, Oh, look, I, that's cool. Like I, you, you see me, right. Stuff like that. Just marketing, um, small and big stuff, you know, uh, that can get you noticed. So, so I find something about you whether it be you or your personality or your, your work that helps you stand out because you're in competition with a million other people. If you're a writer, if you're an actor, if you're a producer, you know, um, and a lot of people do great work. I've seen great content from people who just aren't visible. You got your, you got to get visible. Absolutely. The loudest in the room is the one that's going to get noticed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, hundred percent. Yeah, always be the loudest in the room. When yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's some awesome advice. Before I let you go, what would you say is your favorite movie? Ooh, dang! Anytime I ask that question, my mind is just is flooded with like different movies because it's different every single time. Um, you know, I'm gonna surprise you guys. I'm gonna surprise you, and I brought this movie up a few times when I've inter- when I'm interviewed, and. I say this movie not because it's the best ever, but because it personally inspired my own style. So if you like classics, if you, if you want to go back to black and white movies, back in like 1939, there's a movie called His Girl Friday. Uh, I'm, I'm, now I'm blanking here. Is it Cary Grant? I'm pretty sure Cary Grant's in there. Um, but it's, it's very talky. It's fast-paced dialogue. I think even Tarantino said one time it inspired him too. I might be wrong. It might be maybe somebody else, but it's a very it's very talky. But if you listen to the dialogue, it kind of like it kind of like beats a lot of today's movies, I think. And this came out in 1939. So if you ever have time to check out a classic black and white movie, His Girl Friday, recommend it. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one, so I'll definitely have to check it out. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. I love that. And and some old movies still hit. I mean, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. That's yeah. awesome. Well, thank you so much, Armand, for this and for helping out my listeners. Um, if they want to follow you on social media, where can they find you? Yeah, it's Armand, E-R-M-A-N, Barati, B-A-R-A-D-I. Or you can check out uh, Armand Taraj, E-R-M-A-N-T-O-U-R-A-G-E. And then you can check out my other brand, The Film Empire, which is spelled out the way <laughs> you'd expect. <laughs> 
Awesome, everybody. Yeah. Check him out, follow him, get on some of these online events that he hosts. They're really great. And you get to hear from some of the in industry professionals that are making it happen. So definitely do that. All right, guys, I'll see you on the next episode. Make sure you're subscribing and we'll see you later.